Good night, good evening, wherever you are in divine consciousness. Hello, beautiful people. It is I, Yaya Joyce, and welcome to the Living in Joy podcast. The Living in Joy uh, podcast is a wellness podcast, really. It was created specifically to focus on the core principles of how to build uh, a more more joy in your life, right? The principles of joy, right? And how to take action steps and be dedicated to the core principles of wellness, overall wellness, mind, body, and soul. And the reason why I founded uh, Living in Living Joyful Now and Living in Joy Coaching is you know, holistic coaching was something that helped me. Holistic herbalism and holistic, you know, holistic health. And I just wanted to bring and offer health, mind, body, soul, spiritual, nutrition, um, tips, tricks, advice, as well as bring on experts. I think I may bring on experts uh, to speak and see how you can grow, you know, how you can grow more and how you can grow more in joy in your own mind, body, soul, you know, in your own mind, body, soul alignment, right? It's so important um, because you are your biggest advocate. You are your biggest cheerleader. And before we get into uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about what is holistic wellness. I think like that should be something that is, you know, talked about because a lot of, uh, a, you know, in coaching clients, I see that a lot of people do not really know what holistic health or holistic wellness is. They confuse the two and interchange a lot of things. And so today we're going to talk about that. And so, but before we get into that, know that this podcast cannot and does not contain any medical, legal, fitness, health advice. The the legal, medical, fitness, uh, health, and other information here is just provided for general informational and educational purposes only is not not a substitute for professional, medical, or one-on-one advice from your said professional accordingly before taking any actions based upon such information. Here, we encourage you to consult with the appropriate professionals. We do not provide any kind of medical, legal, fitness, health, financial, or any other advice to use or reliance or any information contained in this site or mobile application is solely at your own risk, beautiful people. So today I wanted to talk about what is holistic wellness and kind of go in a little bit on the history of what holistic wellness is, right? And, you know, in this COVID world that we're in right now, right, um, you hear wellness everywhere. And the word wellness is something that is on everybody's mind, right? And so in 2020, wellness was like, hey, you guys are going to, you guys are going to, 
uh, pay attention to me, right? And so holistic wellness became very valued in 2020 and we're it was kind of valued, but not as much as it was in 2020, where people started to spend, you know, lots of money pursuing wellness, right? Like, you know, COVID was this wake-up call for people, and whether it was yoga, whether it was, you know, uh, fitness classes, online fitness classes coaching, therapy, meditation, or whatever classes, I bet your bottom dollar that you know someone or most of your friends or somebody or including yourself, right, were doing some kind of wellness activity. And now you can talk to just about anyone and they have a very basic, a very basic understanding of what wellness is. But what actually defines this for you? What is, what is wellness? And how can you pursue it, right? How can you pursue it, right? Because it's all about you, boo, right? Because it's your joyful life. Right? I want you to live in the ultimate joy. I want you to have that ever-ending joy right, for yourself. And besides COVID, what has been leading us to uh, holistic wellness rising? in the past couple of years, right? So this is just gonna be, you know, a brief synopsis, not gonna take too much of your time, right? But it is, it, this is a good base point. I think this is a very good base point, base point for people to learn and to know. So what is holistic wellness, right? So by definition, holistic wellness is a full picture of health, right? A lot of times when people think of health, the first thing a lot of clients that come to me that I coach, the first thing they talk about is their physical appearance, okay? And physical health, you know, a lot of human beings, they value it very much because of human insecurities, of people caring about what they look like in society. And I'm not saying any of those things are bad or wrong. It is just something that is naturally at the forefront of their mind, physical health or physical appearance, because humans value that so much. That's why plastic surgery is like, you know, skyrocketing more and more every year, right? So, but holistic wellness is picturing, is, is a full picture of your health. And it is not just about your physical health or your physical appearance so much, right? Holistic wellness values 
all of it, mind, body, soul, and spirit, right? Mind, body, soul, and spirit. Because your human self and holistic coaching consist of all of these things, right? Consist of all of these things. And when I was studying to be, you know, when I was studying um, herbalism and I, and I continue to study, I continue, people ask me how long. It is a lifelong process, right? I have never stopped taking training classes, never stopped, you know, so it's, it's just a continuous training, right? My mentors were always about the whole person. And that's something that intrigued me, right? The whole person, because that's very similar to uh, old school hoodoo, the lineage in which my family practiced. They never just treated the problem. They treated the whole person. You know, mind, body, soul, come in, sit, eat. Uh, giving them something to eat, let them talk. It was therapy. It was mind, body, soul. It was a very holistic approach, more more so holistic then than I see what people call root work in hoodoo now, which is a far cry from what I grew up with, right? And so, if we understand the self, the self consists of your mind, your body, your soul, right? your spirit and so holistic wellness no compartment and holistic wellness and holistic wellness nothing is more important than the other okay no part of you is more important than the other part okay so there are people that just focus on their body, but not worried about their soul. There's people that focus on their mind, but not worried about their body, right? And so holistic wellness says all of those compartments are valued. All of those compartments of you are important. So when you are coaching with me or any other holistic uh, wellness coach, they are going over mind, body, soul, spirit, a whole part of you because all of those things make up who you are. Your spirit's health, your soul's health is as important, okay, as your body's health. And a mental tragedy should be treated just as carefully as a disease. And in holistic wellness, in holistic coaching, right, when problems arise, you treat the person, not the disease. And so what we have a lot now in herbalism, people just come with the symptoms, right? They, they, they just come with the symptoms. And I'm tell and I tell and you just they they just go based off their symptoms. They go order herb based off of the symptoms and the symptoms alone, 
they take the herbs and they say, oh, well, it's really not working. They don't talk to anybody because everyone out here, even in a lot of herbalism, people are self-medicating, not speaking, speaking to the professionals in the way that they should. And when problems arise, you should be treating the person, not the disease and not just the symptoms, okay? Holistic wellness is about participating actively in your life for prevention. And that's another part of it that intrigued me because in the hoodoo, growing up in hoodoo was about prevention. You see a lot of this modern hoodoo, uh, there's a lot of people that do work when, you know, sugar, honey, iced tea, hits the fan, right? And it's really not about when ish hits the fan. It's about doing preventative work, preventative treatments. And so holistic wellness is about participating in your life and being active for prevention, right? And in, in holistic wellness, there is things like herbalism, therapy, coaching, meditation, um, acupuncture, Reiki, energy healing, yoga, fitness. You know, there, there's so many different, you know, every coach is different as, as, as how do they approach it and what treatment options that they include. But, however, in holistic wellness, it's generally understood, you know, well, as it was taught when I went to integrative nutrition, uh, that it's generally understood of five components, right? It, it has these, what you say, like foundations or pillars to, that holistic wellness stands on. And that is social, right? Your social aspect of it. Intellectual, right? Spiritual, emotional, or physical. Now, those are the five components. Now, in my, in, in my, in my program, I deal with eight. I deal with eight pillars, right? Family and friends, significant others, career, money, finances, health, home environment, fun and leisure, and personal growth. Those are the, though I deal with eight pillars, but most uh, people deal with five pillars. You can break it up in either or, but those are the most pillars that you are going to see when you're going to a wellness practitioner, okay? And those are those are the components, right? And in these components, you have different roads. You have, you know, you have these pillars, right? You have these pillars and the roads or the avenues that you take to get to these pillars, right? Our connection uh, to community life, 
and living your destiny and your purpose. You know, uh, stress management is another avenue and in, in, in your sleep, right? Another avenue to get to your uh, pillars are nutrition and healthy nutrition and a whole foods diet for your bio individuality, right? Because what is good for the goose may not be good for the gander, right? Bio individuality. I treat the person, right? Individual, okay? And uh, there's another avenue, movement and exercise, okay? To get you to those, to get you to those pillars. And you take these avenues to get to these pillars because these avenues are here to help you create, um, sustain, maintain, and continue to cultivate, okay, a fulfilling and healthy life and many of these pillars in these areas. Okay, And it is about you creating health, total health, in each of the five components or the eight components. It depends on the co coaching program that you use or how you view it if you are, if, if, if are self-coaching or if you are just on this journey yourself, right? So you're creating health in each of these pillars, okay? And when you create health in each of these pillars, you have achieved a more full, holistic wellness lifestyle, a joyful living lifestyle, right? And some people say, you know, a lot of people say, well, where did a whole, you know, human beings always say, well, where did it come from? Who do we owe this great debt to? I mean, holistic wellness is, is part of many different civilizations, okay? You can say Socrates said that um, the part can never be well unless the whole is well, right? That a part of your life can never be well unless the whole is well, right? Uh, you know, Jesus said things in, in, that in, in that similar fashion. You know, holistic wellness existed in Africa with all of the ancient wise ancestors and healers, well before modern, you know, this modernized medicine and pharmaceuticals, right? And all of this self-medicating that people do now. You went to the shaman or shawoman or priest or priestess or the herbalist or the, the healer, the wise person. You went to them, right? In Africa, they had wellness practices. They had wellness practices in traditional Chinese medicine. And Ayurveda, which is the Indian medical uh, tradition. And they're all similar. And you can see in times where they interchanged with each other as well. They interchanged with each other. 
they interchange with each other um right so you can see where um acupuncture comes from traditional chinese medicine right and there's forms of yoga that is from africa that is um from the ayurvedic but there's also pressure pointing systems and that do pressure pointing uh types of acupuncture in africa as well okay and even before they did acupressure and acupoints and all of this, healers use herbal medicine in, in the tribes to achieve uh, wellness for their communities, right? And in many cultures, herbal medicine, especially in hoodoo, I know I, I can speak for that, emphasize balance. If you ask my great-grandmother, what does hoodoo mean? She said balance. Rebalancing things. So herbal medicine, you know, is, it is the true healthcare system. And it's the healthcare system. You know, this is, this is what I, this is, this is just my thoughts. Is the is the healthcare system that mankind uh, needs, and there's nothing wrong with modern medicine. We need modern medicine, but we also need a more holistic approach to herbal medicine, not just I have these symptoms. Let me take this, and has been used by people all over the world and throughout history. right and herbal and herbal medicine holistic herbal medicine is about relying on the medicinal properties of the plant but also the spiritual properties of the plant okay and it is an integral part of modern holistic wellness programs today okay And, you know, over time, you know, things have evolved and you can see where things ha 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 has evolved over time. You can look in the sixth century and, you know, um, Hippocrates and he said that, um, He said the body was adapt at healing and that medicine should encourage our self-healing process to support health rather than intervene post-illness. And that was like 6th century BC, right? 6th century BC. And that was something that the Egyptians and the Africans were known about. Support health rather than intervene post-illness. It was about prevention, right? Not post-illness. And that is, even though a lot of times clients are coming to me because of something, but 
the goal is to support health rather than intervene post illness. Okay. Now, some people say, well, that's, you know, some people, you know, disagree with that statement. And some people say you, you can't, you can't just solely rely on intervening because we have germs, right? (laughs) And germs cause diseases and, um, and, um, And because humans really became very scared of germs and focused on germs as only the causation of diseases, when there is far more things besides germs that cause the diseases, then the sole focus of medicine was like, okay, let's get medicine to prevent the germs. So then, you know, it serves its purpose and it's uh, a good medicine in its own right when it's used correctly. Penicillin and antibiotics became, you know, very abundant. And because of this, I do believe that many um, human beings have lost a true understanding of what holistic medicine, holistic medicine is, right? They, they lost this understanding of what holistic medicine is. Okay. And, um, what really got people back into wellness, uh, from my research and studies is smoking. And once they really saw how uh, much of a negative impact that smoking cigarettes has on people's health and preventing a person from being well, and also how secondhand smoke is very dangerous, you know, So smoking uh, really started to teach our society and the world, really, just the whole, not just, you know, the society here in the USA, just the world, that um, preventative health is very important. And that certain things do come from germs and certain things we do cause on ourselves and certain things can be prevented, right? certain things can be prevented. This is like, you know, this is what I say a lot of times people say that, uh, you know, God, but, but heal me for my diabeticals, but then you're going to eat a box of donuts. How does that work? Right? You can't ask for a healing if you are not willing to do the prevention work, Right? So prevention, you know, you got to meet God halfway and say, you know, we've reversed this healing and restore me back to my state. But I'm giving this thing up that, you know, that is detrimental to my health. 
So preventative health has a huge value. Then after this huge thing with smoking, you know, we saw how we saw how much food has impacted our society. Uh, you know, supersizing everything, making everything extra large, give me more, this mindset of if I have more, it's better for me, it's a better value, right? So this more and more attitude led to the obesity epidemic. And people began to start to really uh, say, ooh, we need to pay attention and health and wellness is preventable. And doing these comprehensive studies, they see that obesity is not just about the food, it's linked to family, friends, significant others, home environment, so many other things. Like I said, you know, in those pillars, right? Affects how a person eats, right? And, you know, and so then the holistic industry really started to grow from there. And it just only grew and it just gained, you know, it just gained it, it gained it the momentum. I can't remember, I don't know, because my mom, she was, uh, I, I believe she said the first conference was in the 60s or the 70s for holistic health, wealth, uh, holistic health wellness that she went to first big conference I, I can't remember i have to look that up but now fast forward to here we are today right we we have so many discussions now and so 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 many things that you can see about what is holistic health, what is wellness. And people can pursue a holistic way of living in so many different ways. And people can pursue health, a holistic view of health, total wellness and different many avenues, right? Many different avenues can help you build uh, your pillars, right? Many different avenues can help a person build their pillars. From African spiritual practices to Eastern practices to African um, herbal medicine folk medicine, herbal medicine, yoga. Uh, me, I am, I am a tree hugger and a forest bather. And I firmly believe that that helps my holistic wellness. It builds my pillars, right? To spiritual counseling. Uh, regular counseling and therapy, uh, gardening, you know, um, even CrossFit, you, you know, CrossFit boot camp, 
right? Um, your support groups, you know, your spiritual communities, you know, there's so many avenues that you can take to build your holistic health, to build your holistic wellness. But remember that to pursue health holistically is not just about your weight or to be absent of a disease. Because you can be absent of the disease and so many other things and those pillars can be off and you still not be well. Holistic wellness, holistic health is more than that one avenue. And in our Living in Joy coaching, it is about, and many practitioners of the holistic wellness and health realm. It is about your clients achieving a happier, healthier, whole self in a truly well-rounded way for them. For them. For them. Not just one part, but all of the parts. So I pray that this information here has blessed you, filled your life with absolute joy and grace. Now I'm off to forest bathe, right? And do some tree hugging, which is one of my favorite ways to support my holistic wellness, okay? Share with me what are some of your favorite ways to support your holistic wellness. Live in ultimate joy.